I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewest.substack.com. Okay, so we are revisiting the eight levels and uh, we're going to look at the Arach Shulchan and the goal is quasi to review it, but also hoping that since he's our Khan, he'll fill in um, like uh, some answers to practical questions that we didn't uh, answer. And then I also kind of don't remember which theoretical questions we had other than what is this system? Like, is it one criteria? Like whenever you have levels, you would think it's in terms of one, you would be predisposed to think it's in terms of like one criteria by which they're <laughs> uh, like ranked, you know, but maybe it's, uh, this is better than that for this reason, and this is better than that for that reason. So let's just read and see what happens. I also don't want to dwell on this for many days because Purim's around. Well, Hadar's tonight. Hadar's yeah, okay. So it is the sentence right before Tezbav, which says, Haramam Chashav Shmona Ma'alos Pitztach Ve'elohim. Now Tezbav. I'm not going to translate unless we see something new. Uh, I got you a Arach Shofan if you want. Uh, it's in Os Tezbav. Oh, <laughs> that was my fault. All right. All right. Page uh, 46. In, in... Yeah, I don't even know if it's the same page I duped myself into buying something at the Swarm sale. I mean, I bought a lot of stuff at the Swarm sale, but um, I thought, because I'd never seen it, I thought that the Arafa Shulchan Ha'asid was one volume. So I was like asking the guy, like, do you have and he pulls out this set i'm like okay i guess i'm buying that because <laughs> i don't need to but uh but i i feel like when i need it it's going to come in handy so apparently just so you know it's multiple volumes <laughs> okay so the high uh so i'm not going to translate unless we get something new or unless you ask so he equates this to the loan Okay, so he has a thing beforehand about the role of loans, but I didn't want to get into that right now. Is this whole thing going to be an Akkad Lashono? I, I should have looked that up first. Yeah. Really? To oh, to the bottom of, of Tessai. Okay, fine. I will still read it anyway. I just want to be on the lookout. Okay. No, this looks new, right? That's interesting. They got like, um, what do you call it? There's got to be some name for this in English where they have like youths and they employ them. Um, an apprenticeship? Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Like right. Paid internship. Right. That's, that would probably be the thing. So that's a good system, right? For, um, for uh, poor uh, youths. But Dabur Gadol, who I know, it was very good. Sorry, I just said it was good. These things are very good. Mm-hmm. Right? Not uh, going and doing things like the, uh, in the all the orphan movies with bad orphans. Right. And, and I, I know these are not orphans, but like, you know, whatever. But but, but that is, you know, that's like the Shlomo HaMelech um, and Forsberg of Mishle. Like these are kids who who um, might, because of their disadvantaged state, be tempted to like steal stuff or whatever. So you, you do have to, you know, do chesed and balance that with like um, making sure that they're on the right track. They should daven every day and be right, so also good good opportunity for chinuch um, uh, and parenting, quasi-parenting. Okay, so that's the first level. 
And it makes sense that he includes these people there, right? Because you're basically giving them a job, even though they're not um, adults yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, so this is one of our questions, which is you have the double blind and then you have the um, the guy knows who he's giving to, but the recipient doesn't know who he's getting it from. And then you have the swap. So one of our questions was why that, uh, which we, we speculated on. I'm just trying to frame it. Uh, so just like it was in Mikdash, there was the same thing in each and every city. I guess this is back in the same, or in the time of the Tanayim, well, at least when the Tosefta was written. I don't know when, if they're saying like when we had like a Malchus and we were in Eretz Yisrael or even like beyond that. Close to this is a guy who gives to the Kupa. See, he adds right? Like, which is what the Rama meant, but uh, but but we had to read it in the Makbili. Uh, Oh, that's interesting. That's another option you have, right? Um, that's what they have, I think, in many shuls, like a rabbi's discretionary fund, right? That you give there, and then he gives to the people who need it in the community, but they don't have to, you don't know who, who's getting it. And also, actually, that would be closer to the... To uh, the... Right to the to the second category, oh, oh. right in the sense that um, well, no, it's funny he puts it here, right? Because in that case, the the actual giver doesn't know who he's giving it to, and the actual recipient doesn't know who he's getting it from. Which case? The the second level. Oh, you mean the the hander, the double blind. Uh, yeah, right. Um, oh, no, his wasn't the wasn't the gala, right? Uh, the Koopa, oh, hold on. The Koopa is the same as the double blind, but now we're we're in the third level. So he's equating giving through a shliach to where the giver uh, knows who's giving to, but the recipient doesn't know. But to me, it makes more sense to characterize this in the second level, right? Because he just says in a shliach magi minasna. So the guy who's giving it still doesn't know, and unless the shliach is, see, even if the shliach tells the recipient who he's getting it from, that's not the third level. That's the fourth level. So I don't know why the shliach is here. You see my question? No, the uh, well, So level two is the giver and the recipient don't know each other's identity, yeah. right? Third level is the giver knows who he's giving it to, but the right. recipient doesn't know who he's getting it from. Yeah. And he's saying that the giver trusting it to a shliach is in this third level. But I'm saying the shliach should be the second level because if... The shliach knows who he's giving it to and who it's from. Fine, well, that's just a shliach. But I, the giver, if I give it to you as a shliach and say, give this to somebody. Well, that's the thing this point. He's saying it's not to somebody. He's saying in this case of shliach is that I, I give the shliach money and I say, give this to that guy. Eina shliach magib min nasna. Oh, min yeah, nasna, not lim min nasna. Sorry, I read it as lim min. Yeah, you're right, you're right, right. right. And he yeah. says, <clears throat> if somebody wants you to have it. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because of Hatur, because of Roy Lassas, uh, Tur says you should do that. Umala Gadola, he im in Hamamunin al Hatstaka Nohagin Kshura, Nohagin Kshura. Right, um, right, that's what you should do if, uh, if, if the Staka people are not uh, 
you know, trustworthy. Okay. Like the kids uh, trick-or-treating, taking the whole thing of candy. I think that's what it means, right? He's saying that it's impossible to do that now because they'll take the the people who are not hugging will take the tzedakah. I mean, it's not exactly like the Halloween candy, but uh, yeah, and the people who are hagun, it's not going to reach them. Like in places where they just distribute it uh, freely. Interesting, yeah. So you see, one thing you see about this, by the way, this is might go without saying, but like a lot of these things are just, you know, are mitigated by practical circumstance. And both for for good and for bad. Like if you could come up with an additional system that um, that it's not like a surah samaisa where you have to do it this way. It's accomplishing the same thing. And and to the converse, if if this level as dictated in the halacha is not accomplishing it, then it's not the level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, obviously, even though I don't, I think like today that it's once again perfectly doable. Sorry, say it again. As in uh, secretly giving to people. Right. It's uh, so, and uh, what about it? It is doable. What you're saying. I said. Yeah. I think maybe not 100 years ago. Yeah. Correct. Right. Right. There's lots of uh, lots more means of giving now than before. Yeah. It's interesting because can't he just give a case of you tell your shliach, give this to somebody and tell this to me? Uh, yeah. I mean, why didn't he mention the shliach yeah. case? Uh, yeah. Like to me, that sounds like that would work, right? Yeah, right. That would, that would fulfill the, that level, right? Uh, wait. Uh, I tell Mishnah, give this to an ani of your, of your discretion or whatever. Yeah. And tell them it is for me. Right. So that would be the the fourth this level, level fourth yeah. level, correct? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I didn't uh, do that. Okay. You give it into his hand before he asks. So it's interesting. Says biado. I don't think the wrong one said biado. Um, oh, did he? Wait, see, no, no, yeah, he did, right? Um, the only reason I'm, I'm commenting on that is because I think we were talking about how much of this is like with the face to face interaction with the Ani, so yeah, Mashma, that that is okay. Um, where are we? Uh, one line down, yeah, thank you. We did that in the uh, in the uh, Sefer Yikaram, right? Mm-hmm. Before they call out, then I will answer them. So it's oh, preemptive, yeah. The Alzeh Ne'emar. Hold on, I have to think about that for one second. Right, so the, the idea, I, I want to see how the Halakha of Bidraka it is, because the idea we had the Sefer Yikaram is he was saying how how the essence of your tefillah is really the formulation in your mind of God is the only one I can get this, uh, you know, my needs from, and uh, and this thing that I need is within my realm to get. And then before you even actually dive in, God is responding to that. And now we're saying that in the Bahalakh the Bidrachov sense, you just have to have to emulate the preemptory part of it. So we're not carrying over the mechanisms. Yeah. I just want to have to go talk through that. Kind of side point. Yeah. And I, I forget why I didn't bring this up in, in, on Wednesday. It yeah. could be because I forgot. Yeah. But that idea of Zivari Karam kind of seems to point to like Reb Chaim's idea of tefillah. 
Oh, so like a like a theory <laughs> of the mind, you know? Is this the Rukhaim that everyone thinks yes. that they know, but yes. does okay? So I probably am in the category of thinking I know it, okay. but don't actually know it. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm only hopping on the point of okay. that Rukhaim. Uh, if he doesn't say it outright, he makes it this way at least according to Rabbi Yeah, that like tefillah is is essentially an action of the mind. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll tell you where I, I go for for that, uh, which is not um, uh, unique to tefillah. Um, and I, I know that this is a machlokas uh, rishonim, um, but in Hilchos Brachos, which we're waiting for, Hilchos Brachos, uh, where are we here? Brachos Perik Aleph, the Ramam says, Kol in um, Vav, Kol Brachos Kol in Nemarim B'Cholashon, you could say Brachos in any language, V'hush Yomark in Shetikna Chachamim, oh no, that's not the one. Yeah, sorry, Zion. All the brachos, you need to say it audibly, like so you can hear what you say. And if he didn't make it audible, he's So whether you say it or not, or are in your mind, you're yote brachos. So that shows that brachos are, now obviously, you can't do this. But but the maise is a maise of cognition, as opposed to, I don't know anyone who says you could be yote kriyashma if you don't say it, right. like if you just do it in your mind, you know. Right. Um, but and so I I'm under the impression that tefillah is the same thing. Um, that uh, that let's say for example, you can't talk. Let's say like the one time, like I mean I I did this. Uh, I think the one time, I think the only time I did not say tefillah b'mezid when I didn't have any like other platoon was when I got all four wisdom teeth pulled out and I just couldn't talk for that mincha. So I just went through the whole Shimon S-ray in my mind. Um, I forgot if I asked for a Shiloh for that, but um, it was in high school. So. As opposed to being honest? Yeah, as opposed to being honest, yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. I think the Shachar says that you can. I guess that's the Shimon what got your wisdom teeth removed. Uh, that you can for tefillah, you mean? No, for Shema. Oh, for Shema. Oh, oh, okay. Could be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you find it, let me know. Um, okay, then we are up to Madrid Hachmishi. We did that, yeah. Uh, so, um, that's in Michelin. Her palm is spread out to the poor, and her hand is sent forth to the uh, Ani. I guess the implication is that they don't ask. That she's sending forth, probably. That's probably the implication that she's going out of her way to do that. Because you don't say there's no shlichus yad when they come up and ask you, mm-hmm. right? So pakaba means that they're there and shliach. Yeah, okay, that's that's good. I didn't hear that before. Uskara maruba and his reward is abundant. So God will respond in kind. We got to work on that also as a. That seems to be an extension of the the uh, that's the meter that the Bali stockers do is they anticipate needs. I mean, that's very in line with uh, not not You give the proper amount after they ask. Right? That's just straight up. So that's also different because when we read the Ramam, I was thinking, does that mean Davka giving to the Ani before Tfila? 
he's saying kol shekain if you give to a kupa because I guess that's a higher level of tzedakah if you give to a kupa. Um, the adif yeah, the adif tve, it's better. Moshe kasafti b'simin tzadi beis ayin sham ulahasi besulos yisomos anios and to marry off um, virgins and orphans and poor uh, who are sorry besulos and yisomos anios is qualifying besulos. O bas talmi chacham ani hema meatzakos abdelos. Those are among the biggest tzedakos, because I guess you're doing multiple mitzvos there, right? You're caring for the orphans, and you're also doing lihi dabek biodav, right? Clinging to the chachamim by marrying off the uh, the daughters of the uh, the chacham. L'chein gabayt tzedakah kashish biyadam lasos kain in l'chat tzedakah gadolam yizel. L'sameach l'olam nafshos agumos to cause the the uh, despondent souls to rejoice. That we'll see when we do Megillah Apli Neder. Because of Rabbeinu Harama, Dimashinogim Lifsok Tzedakah Avor Mesim Pshasas Karos Neshamos. So the Rama writes that when people donate Tzedakah for like commemorations for the dead, when they mention the dead people's names, Minhag Vasikin Hu. Never seen Vasikin used. I know Vasikin means like people who are scrupulous in mitzvahs, but I've never seen it outside of the context of like Hanates, you know, and Krishma, Bismana. Um, uh, it benefits their souls if, if you if you uh, if you roll that way. Uh, oh, that was not a I know you didn't think this, that was not a Google joke. Oh, no, it wasn't a Google joke. okay, but that would have been a funny. Oh, that's funny, also. I just mentioned that today, yeah, that's fine. Uh, Repesach gave a good idea on that once, but I've, I've been meaning to write up every year. Rabbi Feder has a good idea on the dead bodies rolling. I just don't know where to find it, but I, I, I referenced it today. Not in Mishlag, but uh, okay. So, so um, I guess the outstanding questions which still remain, uh, the more we read this, the more I think it's not that there's one criterion by which all of these are ranked. It does seem like, you know, let's say like we saw last time, equipping the guy, taking the guy out of poverty is definitively better than giving Sadaka when he's already poor, right? And from two to three, it's not because of that criterion, it's a different criterion, you know? And like, so the only thing we really need to figure out, which I think we did talk about is the double blind is good, we see. The recipient knowing, sorry, the giver knows who he's giving it to, do we say that that's less busha than the take the recipient knowing who he's getting from? I think that's what we said, right? I think so. It's less busha. Yeah. So I, I think I, I don't think. Um, I mean, we could go through them in particular, but I don't think we need to really uh, spend more time on this. I'm good with this. Okay. So I guess tomorrow is Adar. Tonight's Adar. But if you want to do Megillah, start Megillah tomorrow. This would be a good time. This is like a nice clean break from this. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. Let's do that. And this year we have Yad Pshuta as Albus. Yeah. Oh, speaking of the Alpita, I yeah. listened to... Ah, I was going to ask. Uh, yeah, I listened to... Um... If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbischneeweiss at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading, and thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.